Hey team, this is Grant David Collins and welcome to Basement Philanthropy, a place for people who do not want to wait until they're rich or retired to create meaning, impact, and connection with their money regardless of the amount. On this episode, we're going to be talking about how you can get rid of the barrier of wealth when it comes to your giving and philanthropy. So let's get started. Okay, to start off this episode of the podcast, I want to walk us all through a quick thought exercise. So if you're sitting near a place that you can grab a piece of paper and a pencil, please go and do that. If you're not, you can likely do all of this in your head. So just continue to do whatever it is that you're doing right now. So what we're going to do is we are going to rank ourselves from a scale of one to 10 when it comes to how rich we believe we are compared to a group that I am going to name. So a one would represent that you are not rich at all, like you are at the bottom of the scale, and 10 would represent that you are at the top of the scale. So here we go. How rich do you think you are compared to the people within your inner circle? These are people like your friends or your family, individuals that you spend the most time with. Okay, how rich do you believe you are compared with those that live in your neighborhood? How rich do you think you are when compared to those that live in your city? How rich do you think you are when it comes to comparing yourself with those in your state? How rich do you think you are compared to those that are in your country? And last but not least, how rich do you believe that you are when compared with the rest of the world? Okay, now that we have finished that part of the thought exercise, I want you to look back at your answers or think back on your answers and determine what your average is. And with that average, I want you to keep it in mind as we go through the rest of this podcast because it's going to be really important. So if you are an average human being, you likely ranked yourself in between four and six when it came to the average that you created through that thought exercise. So now that we are on the other end of that, how rich are you really when it comes to being compared to the entire population of the world? So how rich are you when it comes to comparing yourself with the 8 billion people that live on planet Earth right now? Well, in 2015, the Pew Research Group published a research analysis of this exact comparison. How does the average American compare to the average person that is alive in the world today? And they discovered some really interesting things that I want to relay to you. So first, to set this up, I'll give you a little bit of context around what this study took into account. 
So the research analysis included 111 countries, which accounts for about 88% of the global population. Researchers divided people into five income groups. People who are poor, living on less than $2 a day. Low income, from $2 to $10 a day. Middle income, from $10 to $20 a day. Upper middle income, from $20 to $50 a day. And high income, which is a person who lives off of more than $50 a day. The global middle income range translates to an annual income of about $14,600, which is $7.30 an hour, to $29,200 a year, which translates into about $14.60 an hour. And that is for an average family of four. So what did the researchers find out when they compared this data across the entire world with the average American? The U.S. stands head and shoulders above the rest of the world. More than half, 56% of Americans, were high income by the global standard. Another 32% were upper middle income. In other words, almost nine in every 10 Americans had a standard of living that was above the global middle income standard. When you compare that to the rest of the world, where 13% of people globally would be considered middle income, and most people in the world were either low income, 56% of people, poor, 15% of people, and relatively few were upper middle income 9% and even less in high income, which is 7%. Now, let me just repeat a line from that one more time so that it sinks in over there. Almost nine in every 10 Americans had a standard of living that was above the global middle income standard. So, Nine out of 10 people, 90% of people that are living in America have above the average income of the entire population. And almost half of that population is in the lowest end of the spectrum when it comes to these statistics that they use to research this particular question. Now, if that statistic does not make you stop in your seat and think a little bit about your life, I I don't know what will. It's so often that we use our lack of wealth as a reason that we are not getting involved with giving and philanthropy. And we live in the richest country in the entire world and so there's, there's got to be some disconnect here. Why, why is it that most of us feel in this thought experiment that we are average, quote unquote, when nine out of 10 of every one of us are way above that average? And the reason why this happens and the reason why we have this barrier to entry that blows up in front of us when we think about giving and philanthropy is because of two main things. The first thing is something that is called the comparison bias. Now, 
Social comparison bias is the idea that individuals determine their own worth based on how they compare with others. It is usually unconscious and people are largely unaware that it affects their decision making. So you are in a group of people and you live in a certain neighborhood and you all make about the same amount of money or maybe you're a little bit more diverse and there's a higher income area and you're in the middle class or lower class or whatever and you are thinking about how wealthy you are in comparison with that sample size. And so there is always people that are higher in wealth and income and opportunity than you are. And so you likely feel like either you are in the middle or towards the bottom of that equation. The second thing is something that we've talked about before and I've done an entire podcast episode on, which is that companies spend billions and billions of dollars on advertising that uses comparison as the mechanism for you to buy certain things. And so social comparison bias and billions of dollars of advertising come together to make this perfect storm where you do not feel like you are enough, you do not feel like you have money to spare, and especially you do not feel like you have the ability to use that money to create good in this world. And that is so unfortunate because as we just discussed, if there is a country that could give incredible amounts of wealth to the poor and the needy, it is the people that live in the United States of America. And don't get me wrong, we give a ton per capita to the world and to charity, but it is so small compared to the amount of money that we spend on other things in our life. Like America has the highest per capita of charity, but we also have the highest per capita of spending on random stuff that we throw in storage units. Like it is mind blowing when you start to think through it, but it makes a lot of sense when you start to view it through the lens of the social comparison bias and the marketing dollars that are being just chucked at us on a day-to-day basis. So we often can't see these things at play, but when you can start to see them, the beautiful thing is that you can start to get ahead of these things. And you can take this fear or this construct that is in place in your life that is, I don't have enough money to I am one of the richest people in the entire world and I can find ways to give back right now even if compared with my direct circle or neighborhood, I feel like I'm not really that wealthy. When I take a step outside of myself and look at the world as a whole, I can see that I have a ton And so because of that, I'm going to start using some of that to give. Now, I understand that we are talking at a very high level here. Like it's almost impossible to be able to imagine that somebody is living off of $2 a day. Like you can't even buy a decent candy bar in the United States for $2 right now, let alone live off of that amount of money. 
Now, I know that there are some different economics when it comes to purchasing power and different things like that. But let's just use this $2 a day as a baseline for us to do something pretty incredible in the next month together. So something that I want to invite you to get involved with is for the next month, I want you to put $2 a day aside to create good in your life. And this will amount to a certain amount of money and we'll just go for 30 days because that's the average amount of days that are in a month. And so if you're doing the math on your end, that's going to be $60 when we are done with this. And I want you to put that amount aside either over the next 30 days or initially just saying, okay, I feel like I'm up for this challenge. I'm going to do good with $60. And I want to do that to give you some perspective around what it would be like to live in the lowest class of people that was found in this research study. And if you can create good with 30 days of that type of income, imagine what kind of good you could create in your life with the money and the wealth and the richness that you have been blessed with. That is when change begins to happen. When we can take these big concepts, bring them down to our level and start to act around them. And as you do that, what I believe you will discover, because I have discovered it, is that fulfillment, meaning, Joy and impact is found as we start to step outside of ourselves and see where we really fall when it comes to what we have. And as you start to do that, you will not only be able to have that impact on your life, but you'll be able to start creating this impact that transcends yourself. And that's what we're doing here at Basement Philanthropy. That's what we're doing on this podcast and everything that we as a community are doing, that is what we are building for, is a mass amount of people coming together, seeing themselves as being able to create good in their communities or sphere of influence with what they have, and then watching as the world changes in front of us. Gandhi is quoted as saying, be the change you want to see in the world. And that is my invitation for you today on this episode of the Basement Philanthropy Podcast. Well, team, that's it for me. Let's go out in the world and create good with the money in our pockets together. Talk soon.